Starting the Gemara towards the bottom of Daf Memches, three lines from the bottom. The Gemara here brings a Braisa in connection to what it said in the Mishnah, the story with the Tzedaki that did not pour the water by Nisach into the place in the Mizbeach, instead he poured it, poured it on his feet. So the Mishnah said they stoned him with Esreigim. Uh, Ton so in a Braisa we learned about the story. The story with the Tzadoiki that poured the Nisachamayim on his feet. And all the people stoned him with their Asraigim. And on that day, one of the corners of the Mizbeach, which is Ata'ama by Ama, and has to be very exact, the, the exact square, it got blemished, it got, it got chipped off. How did it get chipped? <coughs> so Rashi actually says, <laughs> Apparently there was a Sreigim, but there wasn't just a Sreigim, they were throwing rocks as well. But in other words, it looks like Rashi holds that uh, just a Sreigim cannot uh, break the Mizbeach. I mean, Rashi holds that the corners of the Mizbeach are made out of solid rock. So how's, how are a Sreigim going to chip that? So therefore, it was uh, the other, other rocks that they threw as well. So what happened with Sasmu, Sorry, I skipped a few words. They brought a big piece of salt, uh, like a fist size of salt, just a smooth, and they closed up that chip that was there. Apparently, the chip was that big. Now, the Gemara clarifies they used the salt here. This was only temporarily, but it really did not. When it gets chipped like that, it's not kosher. So it, it did not make the Mizbeach kosher. Not because by filling it in with this salt, it's going to make it kosher. It's just temporarily that the Mizbeach should not look blemished. It's for the honor of the Mizbeach. So they, they put it there. And then afterwards, they have to go ahead and fix the Mizbeach. And the Gemara will explain this now. The Rebbe says, when you get to this point here, that they put Dafke Bulshal Melach. This was a message for the Tzedeki. What was the message to the Tzedeki? It's when you get to the halacha of Erev Tchumen, we learned this in Mesech Erev, and it says that you can use all kinds of foods besides water and salt. Why? Because water and salt are not considered food for a, for a meal. It doesn't satisfy a person. So therefore, they were telling the Tzedeki, the way that Tzedeki learned Torah is, they have to understand everything. If they understand it in their brain, it satisfies them, that's how they interpret the Torah. Someone tells you of Kabbalah sale that there's a Messiah of Chazal, it doesn't satisfy me, I don't accept it. So they were telling the Tzadaiki, how are you going to fill in the Mizbeach with the salt? The salt is not considered to be a food that satisfies you, but that's what's going to fill in the Mizbeach in order to be able to bring Karbanis. Although it's not really Machshah the Mizbeach, but that was the message they were giving the Tzadaiki. So now the Gemara brings the basic requirements of the Mizbeach. Shekal Mizbeach she'en kevesh, a Mizbeach that does not have a ramp, which was on the Dodim side, and it doesn't have these corners that we're speaking about over here, the four corners, it has to have the uh, height of an amma by an amma of each side. And it doesn't have the foundation, which was on two sides, two and a half sides of the Mizbeach. It had the foundation, which was an amma high, and it was wider than the rest of the Mizbeach. And the Mizbeach is not square. So it's going to be possible for Aveda. So therefore over here, it became possible through this, that they blemished the Mizbeach. Rabbi Yaisi Bayudah Bayuda says there's another detail of the Mizbeach that's also Ma'akiv, that it's going to be possible if it's not there. Afa Saiviv, that part of the Mizbeach which is the Saiviv, where the Kainan walked around. And then above that there was another part that was three Amas high. That's also something that's Ma'akiv that must be there by the Mizbeach. Talking over here about the pouring of the wine and the water into the Mizbeach. They poured it into, into a sort of a pipe that went all the way down the Mizbeach. 
So it went down all the way into the Tahim, under the ground, very deep down under the ground. Who, who created this? So the Gemara says, Shitin Mishashis Imei Bereshis Nivru. So these Shitin that went all the way under the ground, that was created from the Eivishter, Mishashis Imei Bereshis. Shana Amar, there's a Pasuk Shira Shirim that says, it's a Pasuk that describes the Beis Amikdash in a, in a Moshul. Chamuki Yerechech, your Yerechech, your thighs are hidden. Kamoi Chaloim, like chains, that's a simple translation. Maisi Yoman. The handiwork of a, of a craftsman or of a, of a person that, that made this. So who, who is this referring to? So it refers over here to these shitin, to these pipes that went under the Mizbeach. This refers to the thighs that are covered. In other words, just like the thighs are covered, so too this was under the Mizbeach, covered, and it went all the way underground. What does the word chaloim mean? Shemchulalin v'yardin, that it's hollow and it goes all the way down. Adatahayim. All the way to the abyss. And Maisi Dei Uma means Zu Maisi Yidei Umnusay Shalak Kaddish Baruch Hu. This is the handiwork of the Abishter himself when he created the world. Tana Debe Rabbi Shmol. This is the first word in the Torah. Bereishis, Altikre Bereishis, Elaboroshis. The Abishter created these shitin that go all the way down under the, under the Mizbeach. Tanya and Abraisi we learned, Rabbi Yaisi, Yaimir Rabbi Yaisi said, Shitin, Mechulalim, Viyardin, Adatahim. These Shitin are completely hollowed down to the Tahim. Shanama, he brought another Pasuk for this, where it says, Ashira Nali Didi, I will sing from my beloved Shiraz Daidi Lekarmai, the song of my beloved for his vineyard. And this again is all a mushal. This vineyard here is all a mushal for the Besam Mikdash. Kerem Hoyali Didi, Bekeren Shaman. My beloved had a vineyard in a, in a corner that's a very uh, fat, a very fruitful, a very good place. Huh? Fertile place. Vayaskeyu, and he strengthened it. Vayisakleyu, and he took out all the things that, uh, like rocks and other things that are not good for it. Vayiteyu soirik, and he planted it to be very, a very good vineyard. As she says, that it has deep roots. Vayiven migdol b'seichai, and he built a migdol, a uh, tower in it. And he also dug a vat for the, for the grapes, for the wine in it. So what's this Pasuk all a marshal for? It's a for the Beis HaMikdosh. You can modify it just part of the Pasuk. Planting the Seirik, this good vineyard, refers to the Beis HaMikdosh. He built a tower in it, that refers to the Mizbeach. And the Yekev Chatzavboy, the Yekev, which is the vat, there where the wine goes on the ground, this refers to the shitin that went on the Mizbeach to the Tahim. Tanya, but now the Gemara brings another Braise, that there's another opinion here, that it actually did not go, the wine did not go all the way on the ground. There was a small opening that between the ramp and the Mizbeach. As Rashi here brings, the halacha was that the Mizbeach and the ramp we're not supposed to touch each other. Just like when it comes to Zrika Saddam, you're supposed to spray the blood on the Mizbeach, not place it, but spray it. Same thing with the parts that they put in the Mizbeach to burn, you were supposed to throw it from the Kevesh onto the Mizbeach. So therefore the Mizbeach and the Kevesh, there was a little separation between them. And over there, in that separation, there was an opening in the Mairev, on, this, on the, the more the, the, the western side of the Kevesh, that they were able to go in over there. And Va'achas L'shivim Shana, once in 70 years, the young Kainan would go down there. They would gather from there congealed wine. 
that be, was there for so many years and it became congealed and it was like the, the pressed figs or like the figs that are um, like these cakes of figs that are compressed with each other. That's what the wine was like over there. They would take out the wine and they would burn it in a place of holiness. In other words, they would burn it in the Azara. There was dafka to be burnt there, not outside. What's the why? The why dafka in the Azara? Because the Pesach says, That in the Kodesh you should pour this wine for the Ebishta. So we learn from here, Just like when you pour it, it's in the Kedusha on the Mizbeach. When you burn it, it should also be done in a holy place in the Azara. So the Gemara asks, My Mashma. How do you see in this Pasik that the Kedusha is not only when you pour it, but it's also when you burn it? In the Pasik it just says, Talks about pouring, it doesn't talk about burning. It's because we learn out the Pasik that it says here, the term Kedush, and it says in another place, Kedush. That by Naisa, when you have to burn it, so where do you burn it? In the Azara. It's Kaidish, and that's where you have to burn it. So just like over there, the mitzvah is to burn it in a place of Kaidish. The same thing over here, you have to burn it in the, in the Azara, in the place where it's Kaidish. According to who does this Mishnah here go? Where it says that Nisachim, when it comes to the wine that you're pouring, the Mizbeach, Batchila, in the beginning, in other words, before it was poured, Mayalin Bahen. There's mi'ila. If you miss, if you drink it or you use it for anything, there's the Allah of mi'ila that you misuse something that belongs to hektish. Yardul shittim. Once it was poured and it went down into the into the pipe that goes under the mizbeach, and if you got it from there, a mi'ilim behem. There's no mi'ila over here after after it was poured already. So now, how do you get it after you pour it down? So leime Rabbi It only goes according to Rabbi Lozabat that says that the hole under the mizbeach did not go all the way down to the tahaim. If yeah, it would just go straight down. There's no way a person can get it. The According to the Rabban, it goes all the way down to the tahaim. So the Gemara says no. That's not a, not a, no, it could be even according to the Rabbanon. I feel the Rabbanon. A kayan went, someone went, you were pouring the wine, and someone went there under, and he, gra- he, he gathered the, the wine. I guess it was exposed. You can go there under the mizbech and stick your hand in and get the wine before it goes all the way down into the time. That's one way, one version of how this Mishnah was discussed regarding this machlaikis here. Others say that the discussion went as follows. Should we say that that Mishnah goes dafka according to the Rabbanon? And not Rabbi Why? If it would go according to Rabbi Lazar, What is Rabbi Lazar saying? Even after you pour it under the, in the Mizbeach and it goes under the Mizbeach, when you take it out after 70 years, it still has Kedusha. And therefore, if you're going to burn it, you have to still burn it in the base of Mikdash and the Azara. So why are we saying that the Mi'ila is only before you pour it and not after you pour it? According to Rabbi Lazar Bar Tzadik, it has Kedusha even after you pour it. So there still should be Mi'ila. According to the Rabbana, once you pour it, it's going down to the Tahaim. It has no Kedusha anymore. You don't have to burn it in the Azara. It goes all the way down to the Tahaim. So it has no Kedusha. So if someone goes and, and collects it before it goes all the way down, you understand why you're not Mayil anymore. But Al-Khayr, according to Rabbi Lazar Bar Tzadik, there should still be Mi'ila. So the Gemara says, no. This that it says here that there's no Mi'ila after you poured it could be according to Rabbi Lazar because the, here's the rule regarding Mi'ila. 
There's nothing where you did it, you use it for the mitzvah, whether it's a carbon and the mitzvah, the carbon was brought, in this case the wine and it was poured. Once the mitzvah was done with it, the halach of mila, there is no meal anymore. So therefore, even if it still has kedusha regarding the place where you have to burn it, but there is no meal anymore. Amarish Lakish, another halacha b'chlal regarding pouring the wine, the the nisachayayin on the mizbeach. Bezman shemenaschen yayin al gabi mizbeach. When you pour the wine on the mizbeach, poikikin esashitin. They would they would plug up the holes of where it would go down. First they would plug it up and it, the wine would gather on top of the mizbeach. And only after it gathered on top of the mizbeach, then they would unplug it. Lekayim ashenema. This fulfills what it says in the pasuk. Bakaydesh haseich nesach sheicher l'Hashem. So the Gemara explains, my mashma, how do you see in this Pasik that you want the wine to gather on top of the Mizbeach and only after it gathers it should all go down together? Because Sheikhar, when it says here Sheikhar, Loshen Shtiya, Sheikhar means like when you, you drink it, Loshen Sviya, you get satiated by it, and Loshen Shichrus, intoxicated. And that's Dafka when it all goes down together at once, not just drop, drop at a time. That's why it should gather all together, and then it all is, the Mizbech drinks it all together at once. Amarave, so the Gemara here now says, based on this, Amarav Pape, sorry, went down the line. Amarav Pape, when you get to drinking wine, if you want to know how to drink wine, here's the Gemara. Shmamino, from here we learn. Ki sova inish chamre, when a person gets satiated from the wine that he drinks, where is the geschmack of the wine? Migroine sova. It's, it's in your throat. It's the wine that you drink. All, if you drink a lot of wine in your throat, if you're drinking a small little bit at a time, the, the satisfaction of the wine is not when, it, when, it's, when it goes down in your stomach. It's in the throat when you have a lot of wine that you drink at once in your throat. So these tamid chachamim, the lenefishele chamre, they don't have a lot of wine. Ligma gimue. So they should drink whatever wine they have, drink it all at once, so you'll have that geschmack of the wine in your throat when you drink it all together. Rave, so now the Gemara says, the, applies this to the mitzvah of Kiddush, akasa de mitzvah, when you have uh, the, a case of wine. Akasa de brachasa, when he, made, when he used a case of wine for a bracha. So agma gemui, he would drink it all down at once, for the chvivas of the mitzvah, as Rashi here says, to show the, how much he enjoys the mitzvah of, of making the kiddush and the wine, so he would drink it in this way, to the whole wine at once in his throat. Going back to the pasuk that was quoted before regarding the Beis Hamikdash, here's the beginning of the pasuk. Before the pasuk, it's just a pasuk in Shira Shirim. So the pasuk was Chamuki Yerechech referring to the thighs, in other words, the shitim that went under the mizbeach. So the beginning of the pasuk is here. How beautiful are your are your feet in the in the sandals or your your, your steps that you take in the in your sandals, and then it says Bas Nediv, the daughter of the Nediv. What does this mean? How beautiful are the footsteps of Yidin when they go up to Ali Leregel to the Beis Hamikdash. What does Bas Nediv mean? Yidin are the daughter of Nediv, which refers to Avram Avinu. Shenikren Nadiv. Avram Avinu was called a Nadiv. Shenemar, it says in the Pasik, Nedive Amo Nesafu. Am Elekei Avram. So the Pasik here, when it says this expression of Nedive Amim, it only says Lekei Avram. Lekei Avram, Veloy Lekei Yitzchak, Lekei Yaakov. Why doesn't it mention Lekei Yitzchak and Lekei Yaakov? Avram Avinu was the first of the Ovis, and he was the first that was Megayer, many to become Gedim, so therefore he's called the, the Nadif. 
said, going back to that Pasuk before, now the Gemara is going to teach it differently. Before we teach it going on the sheet that went under the Mizbeach, now the Gemara teaches this on Teireh. Chamuki Yereichech, that the thighs are hidden. Lama Nimshulu, Lama that is. Lama Nimshulu Divrei Teireh Ki Yerech. Why is Teireh compared to a thigh? Loi Malachot to tell you as follows. Ma Yerech Beseser, just like a thigh is, is covered. Af Divrei Teireh Beseser. So too when it comes to a person that's learning Teireh, he shouldn't go in a place where everybody sees him, that he could show off with his learning of Teireh. Learn Teireh in a quiet place, in a hidden place. In a way, it's near to yourself, not to show off with your Teireh. A person tells you what's good. What does the Ebesha want from you? And then it says, To go in a discreet way, quietly with the Ebesha. This is judgment, to, to make a proper justice. And then it says, That refers to bringing it to the supporting, if you need, for a levaya, or to make sure that a, a mace gets buried, and to make sure that a kala is able to go in for, in for a chuppah. So that's what atzneh refers to. In other words, all of that, should be done in the quietest way possible. Ashi here says, Tupshotim, what this means, that the Haitzah Sameis and Achnas Kala should be done by Atzneya Leches. Either Rashi says, Benegeya to the Suda. This is over here, Benegeya to Achasana. Either it means that the Suda should be Bimid and Noah, Veloy Linik Kalas Reish Batsmai. The Suda of Achasana should be measured properly, not ostentatious, out of control in a way that it's not with Atzneya Leches. Another thing Rashi says, Benegeya to supporting. Benegeya to a person that's supporting a Kala that has to get married. So it should be done also in a way, but sneers that not everybody has to know who it is, who's the one that's supporting. So the Gemara says, So now we have a Kavachayim. If we're talking about which are things that are done openly and publicly. The Torah is saying that those things should also be done and as quiet as possible. Other things that are, that are usually done quietly. So Rashi says, Tzedakah Bechlal is something that should be done quietly. No one has to know who's giving and to who is giving and so on. So Allah has come of a comment. Most definitely is something that has to be done quietly. So Rashi says, so from here we learn out that the same thing is also going to get to learning Torah, which we started off with Chamuki Yerechech, regarding learning Torah, that a person doesn't have to go in a place where everyone has to see what he learns and, and so on, but you learn Torah quietly. Amr Rabbi Loza said, Godl ha'isit tzedakah yaisim mikola karbonis. Person that does tzedakah is greater than all karbonis. Shenemar asayis tzedakah umishpat. Someone that does tzedakah and mishpat nifchal Hashem izevach. This is more chosen and beloved by the Eibishter than the karbonis that you bring on the mizbeach. Amar Rabbi Lazar gedayla gemilas chasadim yaisim in atzedakah. Gemilas chasadim. If you're helping someone with a gemilas chesed. Is even greater. So Gemilas Chesed over here refers to you you're giving something, something, someone something that he needs. You, you give him actual food, or you uh, help him with something with the Gemilas Chesed begufoi. So that's even greater than giving him money for tzedakah. Regarding tzedakah, the pasuk compares it to planting, and the kitzru lefi chesed and reaping is through chesed. 
So what, so what do you see from this? In Adam, Zeireya, when a person plants, Safek Eichel, Safek Eichel, you don't know if you're going to have what to eat or not. You don't know what it's going to grow. Adam Kaitzer, when you're reaping, Vada Eichel. So now you know what grew, you know what you have. So by Chesed, it has this smile that when you give someone something that's prepared, you give him a, a piece of bread, you give him a garment to wear, and so on. He has it prepared for himself to use. So therefore, the same thing by the person, you know for sure that you're reaping from this. The tzedakah, the Ebesha gives you the schar for the tzedakah is according to the amount of chesed that the person that received it, the chesed that he got from this, how he was able to use it. You plant tzedakah, you give money for tzedakah, but what you reap, the schar that you get for this is lefi chesed, is lefi what he was able to use this money for tzedakah. We learned There are three things that that the gemilas chesed is greater than tzedakah. So first of all, tzedakah is only using your money. Gemilas chasadim, but on the other hand, gemilas chasadim is bein begufay. It's with your body, helping someone with your body, and bein memamayne, also with money. It's either way. Tzedakah is laniim. Tzedakah is for someone that's poor. Gemilas chasadim is ben laniim and ben lashirim. Gemilas chasadim is whether someone is poor, whether someone is rich. He needs he needs something right now that you can help him with. It could be even someone that's rich. Tzedakah lachayim, giving money for tzedakah is for someone that's alive. And gemilas chasadim is ben lachayim, ben lemesim. Gemilas chasadim is done whether with people that are alive, whether people that are not. So that's the mile of gemilas chasadim. There's a ha'ara from the Rebbe in a letter where the Rebbe writes that the Gemara here is giving the mile of Gemilas Chasadim. But the emphasis is there's also a tremendous mile that Stokka has that Gemilas Chasadim does not have. It's the famous thing that the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, Perik Lamed Zayin, that when a person gives Stokka because this is the, he, he worked for this and he earned this money, so when you give money for Tzedakka, all the chayis that the person invested in earning this money goes, goes to Tzedakka when he gives the Tzedakka. When you help someone right now, a person needs you to help them schlep something. He needs a piece of bread. You can't necessarily say that, that all the money that you earned, you're putting into that chesed that you're doing, that you're giving. So in that sense, it's a very big mile to tzedakah. And so the Rebbe says, Be'emes, tzedakah is, is higher than gemilas chesed. Elamai, the Gemara is saying, nevertheless, there are these three milas that gemilas chesed has over tzedakah. Someone that does tzedakah and justice, it's like he filled the entire world with chesed. Fills the entire world with chesed. So now you might think, anybody that thinks that he can come and jump and he'll have an opportunity to do chesed, that this is something that's available for anybody to do tzedakah and chesed, so that's not so poshat. Not everybody will have that, but the Ebesheh doesn't give everybody always the opportunity to do tzedakah and mishpat. Tamad loyma, mayokar chazlacha lekim, that mayokar chazlacha means that this is something which is it's something very precious, and you have to pay attention to this, and run after it, and try to find who to give tzedakah to, and how to do a gemilis chesed. It's not always so simple to find the, the right place to give tzedakah and chesed. Yochel af I would think also for Yerei Shemayim, it's not always so easy to do Tzedakah and Chesed. The ones that have Yerei Shemayim, they always are easy, able to easily find to do Tzedakah and Chesed. Any person that you see has a special grace on him. That's a sign that he's God-fearing. The Chesed, the grace of the Eibishter is on the people that fear him. 
What's the meaning of the Pasuk that says? That she opens her mouth with wisdom and there's the Tairus Chesed on her tongue. It's mashma from the Pasuk that the Chiddush of this person is that he has a Tairus which is Chesed. In other words, this Tairus that's not Chesed. What does that mean? So the answer is, a person that learns Tayra Lishma, Zui Tayra Shal Chesed. That's the Tayra that's called Tayra of Chesed. Shaloy Lishma, Zui Tayra Shaina Shal Chesed. This is a Tayra that's not Chesed. Another Pshat, Ikidamri, others said, Tayra Lelamda, when you learn Tayra not just for yourself, but you also teach Tayra, Zui Tayra Shal Chesed. That's a Tayra of Chesed because you're teaching it for others as well. Shaloy Lelamda, but if you learn Tayra, whatever you learn, you keep for yourself and you're not teaching it to others. Zui Tayra Shaina Shal Chesed. That's a Tayra that's not Chesed.